0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the quest for new inspiration. My name is Katie Mashler and as always, I am here to share a little bit of inspiration with you guys. This week, I am super excited to share with you my episode with Rachel Tenney of the Plant School podcast. This is one of my favorite podcasts for a while now, um, and I'm so excited I got her to join. She discusses her career in landscape management, as well as her passion for sharing her plant knowledge with the world. I hope she inspires you as much as she's inspired me. And maybe you say we'll plant along the way. (laughs)
1: My name is Rachel Tenney and I, I graduated in landscape management and that kind of started off my career of just loving plants and really wanting to share with people, especially beginners of how to care for them, how to make them thrive. And so I'm a mom and I wanted to do something with my education and I created a podcast. It's called the plant school podcast. I created a small YouTube channel called Tenney Plants and I also have an Instagram called Tinny Plants as well. I'm not super active on that. That's like where I struggle the most. So if you are someone who's like interested in plants and wants to know more in a really simple way that's not too wordy, I would say plant school podcast or if YouTube your thing is your thing, Tinny Plants on YouTube is. And it's kind of what I do. It's just my passion and what I love to share with people. So how did you
0: kind of get started? But why did you choose to study that in school?
1: Yeah. So when I first went to college, and I feel like this happens with a lot of people, maybe you can relate. I went in not really knowing what I wanted to study. I thought I wanted to go into parks and recreation or zoology. I really loved animals and being outside, but quickly figured out as we like started to dissect things, it was like, okay, you know, this isn't my jam. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle this. And so during that course, I think it was like, oh, it was one of your like basic biology courses. We had a plant section and we started to learn more about them. And I really loved it. I really enjoyed it. It was interesting. I wanted to know more. And so I, was in the process of getting engaged and getting married to my now husband and I switched schools. And so when I did that, he showed me this major called landscape management and it it had kind of like swallowed up botany courses. So I was like, okay, I feel like that's what fits me best. We'll just try it. And it was so much fun. So I do like landscape design on the side. I don't currently have a yard, but I am so excited for the day that I do to like use that part of my education. But yeah, I learned all about plant life as well as like the whole design aspect and like irrigation and turf grass, all of that sort of stuff was kind of covered. And I just really loved my whole degree that I got in. It It was a lot of fun. So
0: what can... What advice can you give to, you know, the general plant killer out there?
1: <laughs> the general plant killer. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I feel like everyone has that happen to them. Um, I would say, first of all, just be easy on yourself. It happens to everyone to kill a plant. I feel like that's part of the learning process. I'm sure way back in the day, that's what our ancestors were doing, was killing plants, figuring out how to make them survive. But I would say my biggest tip that I give people um, for starting with houseplants is feel the soil of the plant before you water it. Because you see something going on, you see something wrong, and I think our first inclination is to just douse it with water. We think that's going to fix everything and that will cause root rot. Too much water just really lets the bacteria and fungi in the soil take off and kill the plant. And so if you are filling your soil and it's dry, you can water. If you feel the soil and it's still damp or it's wet, just lay off for a few days until it starts to feel dry. Like the first one or two inches of the soil are dry. That's when it's time to water. And if you do that, I know it sounds like a hassle to be feeling the soil of every single plant in your home. But if you do that, it greatly decreases the risk of your houseplants dying because that's like the number one killer.
0: I definitely, my sister came over and she's like, I mean, I work at a greenhouse, but like, she is like a plant fiend. And she came over and she was like, Caitlin? And I was like, what? And she's like, this one does not have a hole in the bottom and it probably has root rot. Why is it so wet? And I was like, uh, sorry. She was so mad at me. Oh, I'm getting better.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's totally a learning process. And I'm sure you have like a lot of knowledge working at a greenhouse and knowing how to care for plants.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's a work in process. I've definitely learned way more than I thought I would ever, you know, possibly know about plants or even let alone different kinds of plants.
1: Yeah, because how long have you been working there? Has it been a while? Um, It's been about eight months. Okay. So not
0: very long. I mean, especially compared to the people like the managers and the horticulturists there. They are brilliant. But yeah. So who is kind of, I guess, speaking of brilliant horticulturists, who is kind of people that you kind of look to for just either general plant inspiration? Knowledge, that kind of stuff.
1: Man, there are so many. I have a series on my podcast that I do every now and then of just like women in botany. I've started to do men in botany too because I was like, huh, we can't leave them out. Um, so there's so many like historical figures that inspire me. There was one, oh, what was her name, Kate? Oh, Kate something. She was like the mother of Balboa Park. And just really like changed um, the landscape and horticulture of Southern California. And she was one of the first women horticulturists to like be out there doing it. So I I think she is so inspiring. I wish I could remember her last name. Um, Maybe it'll come to me later on. And then as far as like people that are like still alive, um, I think Daryl Chang, he's like I think most people in the plant world know about him. He wrote Houseplant Journal, which is a huge book just explaining for beginners how to start with houseplants. And I think it is so helpful and so insightful. But he's very active on social media. If you look up Daryl Chang, he is very sciency about how he takes care of his plants, but he breaks it down for anyone to understand. And I love following along and learning from him. But There's a lot of people in the plant world that I feel like I could go on and on about, but those are just some of the ones that I love. (laughs) Yes, I definitely, I've
0: gotten a footstep into the plant world. So I kind of, I love getting to see all the different opinions and how they might like differ in each little way on their plant beliefs or what will do something to fix one thing or another. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing that's kind of interesting for you how would you kind of i guess live intentionally through plants or even landscaping
1: for the future? Oh that's such a great question because I feel like at least for landscaping that's something I'm looking forward to since I like we don't own a home right now we're just renting starting out and I feel like with house plants, we'll start there. Um, just picking things that bring you joy, that you love. I definitely recommend just when you start out, pick things that are easy so they don't like cause you stress and you're constantly worried about them. Like pothos, highly underrated plant. They do so well anywhere. Um, ZZ plants, snake plants. I'm trying to think of some other ones that are just super simple to care for. Don't
0: go buy the $300 plant just because it's pink and pretty.
1: Yeah. I think fiddle leaf figs, those things just cause a lot of stress. They're, They're pretty finicky. So I would say stay away from figs if possible. But yeah, rubber trees are another great one trying to think of ones in my house that have like been sticking around forever dracenas have done well for me but yeah just start out simple pick things that bring you joy there's a lot of house plants that flower so if you love flowers you can definitely go that route and yeah if you are someone who doesn't like a lot of clutter don't get too many plants or find a shelf that you can be putting them on if you want to go all in definitely just you know in like a budget, don't go crazy, but get as many as you'd like and let that bring you joy in your space. Then as far as landscaping, like outdoor plants, I think just, I think native plants is like a huge area where everyone could do better because You know, they are drought tolerant. That's always on my mind out here in Utah because we don't get a lot of rain. I'm sure in Kansas, it's not as much of an issue. (laughs) But using native plants and using things that are great for pollinators, I think is so much fun. Like you have this space that you can do so much with. You can start off like if you don't want to be spending a lot of money, you can do a few plants every year and pick out perennials because those don't die every year you don't have to replace them you can even there's a lot of outdoor plants that you can take cuttings from and like you literally cut a piece from the plant and have it grow roots and you can start from there if that's like a more affordable option and I'm sure you know a lot about this because you work at a greenhouse and they I feel like largely have the outdoor (laughs) plants but I think it can be so much fun to like express yourself, to have an impact on the environment in your outdoor space.
0: I love that. One thing that Colonial has actually done recently is they started like right out front of their, um, where their kitchen is supposed to be. um, They have like an edible garden. So like it's has a bunch of herbs and a bunch of like, you know, squash plants, tomato plants, just I guess so. It looks pretty, but eventually you'll be able to get a bunch of random, like just fruits and vegetables and herbs from it. So it's-
1: that's so fun. That's something I visited my sister in London, and that was like the first time I had been in Europe. And we went to a lot of gardens, and they kind of like there at the greenhouse, they had they called them kitchen gardens mm. where they just like grew herbs, vegetables. And they would take them in and like cook them in the cafes. I thought that was so cool. So if you went and ate at the cafe, it was coming right from the garden outside. Yeah. So neat.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. It's a great idea. Well, um, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any kind of either last piece of advice? We'll throw one in for the general podcasters or who people who might be looking to start a podcast or
1: people who are looking to get a new plant. Yeah. I, okay. So I have two things that I want to hit on. So for people wanting to get into a podcast, I would say definitely choose something that you're passionate about that doesn't feel like it's like it's work for you because I, I don't know, there's a lot of different side hustles and things you can pick up out there. But if you choose something that's you're not really into, it can die so fast. And so for me, my podcast, my YouTube channel, it wasn't making money for the longest time. Money wasn't really my driver, but I love talking about plants. It's, it was, it was just fun to like make these simple things to really help people. And now I'm starting to see like the fruits of that. And I don't see myself stopping because it is fun for me. I love doing it. And so definitely pick something that you feel like you are passionate about and that you love. And then my second little piece of advice. And this kind of pertains to, I guess, moms out there because I don't know, for me, when I had kids, it almost felt like, I don't know, just like a doornail in my career. Like I was just dead. And I, I was so sad about that. I wanted to stay in the home, but then I felt like I was giving up a lot. And so I, I want to advocate for any moms who feel like they're in that space where maybe you got an education, maybe you love doing something, definitely find a way to express yourself in that way. I do a lot of the like work in the evenings or when they're napping and soon when they're at school, but find a way to just like express yourself and find that fulfillment. I definitely think stay-at-home moms or if even if you're a working mom, you can find space for the things that you love children are not the end all of your career perfect well thank you so much for your time today yeah thank you so much for having me on this was so much fun to be here and that is it for this week's episode i hope this episode inspired you
0: as much as it inspired me make sure to stay tuned for new episodes coming every tuesday and make sure you follow us along at quest for new inspiration on instagram thank you so much for tuning in